The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. What a win for the Royals tonight as we welcome you into another edition of your dish on Clubhouse Conversation. It's Davo in Kansas City answers a Texas score immediately the next half inning four different times in this game. The second, the sixth, the seventh, and the tenth innings, the Royals scored immediately after a Rangers score. And the Royals win this game that saw six different lead changes. It felt like a NBA playoff or college basketball game, didn't it? Six different lead changes before the Royals got the win, moving to 21 and 12 on the year. Ten innings, seven to six, and that, of course, the second time in three days that the number ten has been good to the Royals. Two tenth inning victories in the last three. And that puts the Royals in great shape for the rest of the series as they get that split, hopefully, that they had to have and possibly even the three out of four. The third game would be a gravy game. Uh, winning one of the next two, they get a four and three trip, which was the goal at the start of this trip. So fantastic. And, and we're going to break down these next two matchups here in about five minutes. But first, let's break this game down and start with our player of the game. How about Alex freaking Gordon tonight? Alex Gordon, three for five. Oh, all he did was hit a solo home run, which ended up being the game-winning hit in the 10th, and whack two doubles, and, oh, I don't know, make a top three defensive play for him this month. (laughs) How amazing is that? The the, the play Gordon made, again, looking like an infielder. We see him so often now making those plays on the run, you know, making plays that any other left field in baseball couldn't make. Tonight, he gunned down Shinsu Chu in the seventh inning, and that was, of course, a huge out in the game, which is why that's also our play of the game, because that was the second hit of the inning off Luke Kochaver with nobody out. So if Gordo doesn't throw him out, they've got runners at the corner and nobody out. Instead, he guns out Chu for the first out, and that's big because Texas goes on for two more hits after that, but only gets one run off of Hochaver, off of that BS check swing at the plate there by Kyle Blanks. But before we get into the pitching, let's talk more about the offense. And, you know, of course, like we said, starting with Alex Gordon, the couple doubles, the home run. Uh, Speaking of the home run and the doubles and the extra base hits tonight, seven extra base hits for the Royals. Three home runs, of course, Gordo, Moose with the no-doubter, and Eric Hosmer, his first kind of true pull home run of the season. Number six for Haas answering in the second inning, the first of four times the Royals would come right back with an immediate answer after a Texas run. Hosmer looking like the player we thought he was going to be, uh, you know, a year or two ago and coming into this year, really looking like legit. Like maybe he's possibly finally turned the corner as not only a gold glove first baseman, but maybe, maybe he could make his first all-star game at first base. Maybe. We know Miggy's going to get voted in there, but remember who the manager is of the all-star team. Now, multi-hit games in this one as well. Not only Haas and Gordo and Moose, but also give Eski credit there at the top of the order for the Royals. Seven runs on 12 hits. Even two walks which for most teams is not great, but for the Royals, it's a decent night getting those two walks. They got hit by a pitch as well with the error. There was a total of 16 base runners tonight for the Royals. Nice to see the offense wake up in this one, especially since it hadn't done much until the middle innings of this ballgame. Now, pitching-wise, Edinson Volquez, eh, not particularly good tonight. It wasn't bad. Five innings, four runs, of course, doesn't look good, and it's not a favorable ERA. If you look at the box score, that's not great. But he was going into the sixth inning. Only giving up three runs. 
I mean, there were six hits. He walked three, struck out three, and coming off of a blister injury, I thought it was very wise of Ned Yost to pull him, not only for the fact that the Royals had just taken the lead back there, four to three, and you don't want to, you, you know, you want the shutdown ending there. You don't want Texas coming right back. As it turned out, they would get the run, which is charged the Volquez. It was off of Ryan Matson, who's the first of two Royals to get a blown save in this game. Also, uh, Holly as well later on. But, 82 pitches for Volquez, and Ned is showing really this whole season to be a lot more aggressive when it comes to pulling starters. A lot more, you know, what do you say? A lot more foresight, maybe, of what's to come. In the past, we saw maybe Ned be more reactive when it came to to pulling starters, and a lot of people would say that he was one hitter too late a lot, and that was a fair argument a lot of the time. But this year, we've said Ned pretty much be dead on. I, I don't even remember what it was now. There's maybe one pitching change he did this year that I didn't like. Maybe two if you count the Chris Young the other day against Cleveland. I thought maybe Chris Young should have gotten a little bit more in that game. The Royals ended up losing when Morales came in. But I'm not counting that. There was one game where there was a legit gripe. I forget what it was. But the point being, Ned Yost has been really good this year in pulling guys earlier than he normally would. And he's evolving as a manager, and that's why he'll become the Royals' all-time most winningest manager sometime late this month or into the middle stages of June. But going to Ryan Matson didn't totally work out. Matson did allow the inherited runner to score, but that's okay. And Luke Hochaver, I thought, was a lot better than his line. Although... That being said, he did get the out at third base on the throw from Gordon. So perhaps the check swing hit he gave up, the broken bat hit he gave up, and the golf job that Shinsu Chu had, the leadoff hitter there, perhaps it's not as unlucky as it seems as one of his three outs came via a great play by Alex Gordon. But still, I didn't think Hoche ever pitched that bad you know, in his inning. Four hits in a run obviously doesn't look good, but I thought he was okay. Wade Davis nails what else is new in his inning. Will be the closer tomorrow night if it gets there. Kelvin Herrera, welcome back. From the suspension list, you've got Herrera. So you got Frazier for your seventh, or Matson. Matson could also go on the seventh tomorrow. You've got Matson slash Frazier, not to mention Davis closing and and uh, Calvin Herrera in that eighth inning. So everyone but Holland at the back end of that pin should be available tomorrow. The Royals also made the roster move today of calling up Aaron Brooks and sending down poor Johan Pino. That's tr- that's twice now that Pino's pitched very well and been sit down because the Royal starters aren't going length. That's got to be frustrating, and I'm sure Danny Duffy feels awful about that. But welcome back to Aaron Brooks. Anyway, back on track. Wade Davis nails. Greg Holland throws multiple innings for the first time since 2012. Holly was you know very good that second inning. Not so great in the first one, but it's fine, whatever. I mean, the point is, the Royals kind of survived that meh starting job tonight from Volquez. It wasn't good, certainly. I don't think it was as bad as the line indicated, maybe. And this meh, coming off a blister, whatever. He's been good, so I'll, you know, I'll look past this one. And the pen was off tonight for the Royals, too. I mean, honestly. I mean, Hochever coughed up a lead. Matson didn't, you know, well, you know, strand that runner. Holland gave up. The runs. So, I mean, the Royals' bullpen really was. I mean, for their standards, they got lit up. You know, for the for Detroit, this is just another night that we'll see later. Although Detroit's bullpen's been better than I thought they were going to be so far, but this seems like a typical night for Detroit. You know, later in the year, hopefully, or you know, maybe I'm just thinking with my heart there and hoping. But anyway, a nice win for the Royals. The point being, they survived a meh night from their pitching. We saw some great defense tonight between Salvi and Moose and Gordo, and the hitting was was timely. It was a good night for the Royals. Nice win. Get some close to like I said. The two, uh, two and two or three out of four in the series. So the last two games, I do like the Royals in both games. They'll probably still split them. Texas is playing decent ball right now. They, you know, they're still six and four in the last ten. Texas throws out Giovanni Gallardo, the righty, tomorrow against our own righty, Odano Ventura. Ventura, 5-1-3 on the year. Gallardo, a 4-1-9. Uh, one thing about Gallardo, 
to know is he's getting absolutely no run support. Texas getting him 0.78 runs per nine. <laughs> 0.78. We haven't seen Gallardo since 2007, so the majority of this Royals roster has no history, so no point in breaking that down. Of course, you know what Ventura's been doing. I thought he was much better than his line indicated as well, kind of like Volquez tonight. That one in bad inning, the second inning against Detroit is the last start. Six innings, four runs, solid job for Ventura. I expect him to be good tomorrow night. Royals win this game tomorrow night. I like the Royals in this game a lot. And honestly, I like him on Thursday quite a bit, too. Jeremy Guthrie against a guy who's hanging on for his rotation life and Ross Detweiler, the lefty, has a 7-2-2 ERA. His last outing gave up five runs and four innings against the Rays. At home this year, he's got a 5-7-3. The first time we've ever seen Detweiler as well. So a couple of guys the Royals don't know. One guy they haven't seen since 07 and one they've never seen in the next couple of games. Gallardo is solid. Major League starter, at least so far. Detweiler, doubtful to be in a Major League rotation pass this year. The stuff would also indicate that, not only the numbers. So uh, the Royals, on paper, you like them in both games. Do I think they'll win both? Who knows? It's baseball. I do like the fact that we have Herrera back. We have a full bullpen now. So, but the Royals will get the split for, for sure. Hopefully they win that game tomorrow, and then that Thursday can be a true gravy game. One other question. Will it be Drew Butera catching Jeremy Guthrie on Thursday after Butera caught him in a masterful job by Guthrie? On Saturday, will they go back to him? Day game after a night game, the way Sally's been getting beat up and the way that Guthrie threw that game and the fact that they're wanting to see what they have in Butera, I would almost bet on it on Thursday, but who knows? Who knows? Nice nice win for the Royals tonight. We appreciate you listening here to your dish on Clubhouse Conversation. To those who just found us, we do this 95% of Royals games. We give you the post game here on the dish all season long. We do interviews with current and former players year-round by the week. Go back in the archives. I believe we're well over 100 now. I haven't even counted that, but we'll continue to bring that to you. We enjoy it. We love hearing from you at Royals Clubhouse on Twitter. Clubhouse Conversation on Facebook. Give us a subscribe on iTunes. Drop us a line here. We appreciate hearing from you and your support of the Royals. Have a great night. Let's keep it going tomorrow.